I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 206. Well, I should say welcome back, because just a few hours ago, I put up episode 205. But I had to come back with this review of Finch, a movie on Apple TV+, Plus, which just went up yesterday. It was heartwarming, reassuring about a robot. Now, Finch is at once a small-scale infinitude of a movie, a quiet triumph of a story, and it may be the best robot AI film I've ever seen. And I've seen plenty of them over the years, and some were really good. The bare bones of the story are Finch is a genius inventor in a post-apocalyptic America. He builds Jeff, a gangly robot, to take care of Finch's dog, Goodyear, after Finch is gone, which won't be long. He's dying from overexposure to UV radiation due to the solar flare that wiped out who knows how much of the world. But you know what? The apocalypse is the least important part of this story. It's a means to an end which depicts how Jeff learns to be human. As such, Finch, the movie, and the character builds on Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics. In case you don't know them, they are, one, a robot cannot harm a human or, by an action, allow such harm to occur, two, a robot must follow every command it receives from a human, except commands in conflict with the first law, and three, a robot must act to protect itself, except when such protection conflicts with the first two laws. So, for example, in Asimov's schema, a robot would have no choice but to destroy itself, if so ordered by a human being, unless it was needed to protect a human being. Asimov later promulgated a, quote, zeroth, unquote, law that a robot must act to save the many rather than the few. But not every Asimovian purist has accepted that John Stuart Millian utilitarian principle of the greatest good for the greatest number being the goal of human ethical action. Meanwhile, Finch, again, the character and the movie, and the character is brilliantly portrayed by Tom Hanks, expands the three laws by adding a fourth law. Jeff must protect Goodyear the dog. But that's just shorthand for the rich tableau, sometimes funny, sometimes heartrending, in which Jeff, deftly played by Caleb Landry Jones, growing into his intelligence, seeks to protect both Finch and Goodyear. Jeff makes mistakes, has its slash his feelings hurt, but learns the importance of mastering such mundane but essential tasks, essential to Goodyear's well-being, as playing throw-and-fetch-the-ball with that lovable pooch. 
Now, as I said earlier, there have been many a depiction of robots with or without Asimov's laws as a guide on television and movie screens. Demersal, more properly an android than a robot because she looks like a human being, unlike being put together with pots and pans and who knows what else exactly was used by Finch to build Jeff. But Demersal began her existence as R. Daniel Olivar in Asimov's robot novels and became Demersal in Asimov's foundation prequel decades later. He became she in the Foundation series, also on Apple TV Plus these days. And, you know, I found myself irritated at her character, in contrast to the Foundation series as a whole, which, as those of you who have been listening to this podcast know all too well, I think that series as a whole is top-notch. But having just seen Finch, I now understand why I find Demersal unsatisfying as a character. It's because Jeff in Finch is somehow more than just a character, more than a cog in the machine of the motion picture. This movie manages to make us believe that he is human in the end, and not just because he looks good in a hoodie jacket. That evolution makes the movie heartwarming, even reassuring, as I said at the beginning, despite the apocalypse and its ill effects. A movie I'll always treasure seeing. The Light on Light Through Podcast. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little review of that movie with a great big heart and a great big lesson, Finch. I'll be back here soon, and now you know what I mean by soon, with another review, likely, of Dexter, which is coming up in a few hours. The return, it's been away for, wow, I don't know, almost 10 years, on Showtime. And then there'll be lots of other exciting things on television I'll be reviewing in the weeks ahead. And as I mentioned in the last episode... I'll also be doing some special episodes, some special things on Light On, Light Through, including a conversation with me and two other people who have been writing about and talking about Foundation. In addition to that, I'll be doing two interviews with two people, both of which in their own ways verge on science fiction, but the books they've written are nonfiction. So I'll let that roll around in your heads for another week or two. At some point, I'll announce who those people are. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and enjoy. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. 
Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.